This is exactly right. said no gifts. Uh, I'm Bridger Weiniger, of course, and look, you caught me at a bad time. Uh, well, I mean, there's some good news and some bad news. I, I had to go to the dentist this morning at 8 a.m. Uh, you know, a few episodes ago, I was talking about the possibility of my permanent retainer being removed, and today was the day. Today, I had it removed. I also had a filling replaced, and uh, so my mouth is... Very numb. Well, we're thawing out here, but there's a chance midway through the podcast that, uh, you know, I'm struck by pain. But I, I just wanted to fill you in. You know, some podcasts, people might promise that dental work and then not get the dental work. But I follow through. I got the dental work done. I'm now living life without a permanent retainer. A weight has been lifted. We can all calm down. And it's a good time to calm down because you're about to get excited because our guest is fantastic. She's so funny. Danielle Perez. Danielle, welcome to I Said No Gifts. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a huge day, I think, for both of us. Let's just say it. The retainer's gone. It is. Dental work. That's amazing. Life post permanent retainer. How is that? Is that freeing? Is it liberating? Is it everything you imagined it would be? No, I'm going to be honest. I I had very, maybe my expectations were a little too high, but I've been waiting literally for 20 years for this thing to be removed. And I think the combination of also having the filling replaced this morning, the first filling I've had replaced in my adult life, excruciating yes i had no idea there is a reason uh dentists have a bad rap (laughs) (laughs) they had like a vacuum in my mouth for like an hour if i thought i i was so close to acting out i was like oh this is just never going to end i'm going to have to yank this out of my mouth and leave i don't care Uh, it's just (laughs) what a process who 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 would have thought but yeah here we are you know it soured the occasion uh my mouth is still uh, numb on some level. That's fun, though. <laughs> it's not fun. Yeah, one side of your mouth is like doesn't know what the other side's doing. That sounds like a party. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you been to the dentist in the last year? I have. Oh, I went boy. to the dentist recently. I had a cleaning, but right before the the paella, I chipped a tooth. Oh, no. From like just grinding my teeth, you know, when you, oh, that TMJ. Uh, So I chipped my tooth and they had to replace it, but they made the replacement too high. Oh, no. So every time I chewed, it ached. So I just started (sighs) chewing on the left side of my mouth. (laughs) 
I was like, am I going to have an uneven face? <laughs> Danielle's extremely toned left side of her face. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the thing at the dentist. Every time I'm there, I'm like, there's a chance whoever's doing this just is maybe they're not that good at their job or don't know what they're doing. I don't I couldn't tell. Right. Yeah. I just feel I'm like, shouldn't you have known that the filling was a little too high <laughs> before <laughs> I left and then couldn't come back for over a year? Oh, you were living <laughs> with was, it for a full year. Yeah. Because of the pandemic. Oh, no, that's so unfair. <laughs> it was really it was cruel. <laughs> But we got it handled, so now I can chew on both sides of my of my mouth, and <laughs> all is good in the world. Congrats! Huge congratulations to both of us. Honestly, I mean that that at least gave you something to do during the pandemic, something to keep your mind off of the, everything else that was going on. Right? Yeah. Let's focus on what's what's really going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, are you vaccinated now? I am fully so, vaxxed. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank uh, you. How's that feeling? Oh, it feels freeing. I got my nails done. I, I noticed this. Thank you. As we were clapping to start the episode, it was like, wow, somebody has been to the nail salon. I have. And now I can't do a single thing. I can't type. <laughs> I can't clasp a bra. I'm useless. <laughs> and I love that for myself. <laughs> yeah, I love that for like, you. <laughs> um, what else has been going on? That, you know, just that, um, uh, seeing friends, that's been fun hanging out with friends, the vaccinated crew. (laughs) I got a fire pit in front of my house. So I'm so jealous in the pandemic. I was like, we gotta, we gotta make plans. Right. Do you ever make a s'more in this fire pit? No. Danielle, what are you doing? Why do you have a fire pit? I don't have marshmallow goo all in my fire pit that's for camping that's for you know leaving the woods <laughs> leave it in the woods leave it for a bear <laughs> for a hungry animal that's not for oh. a fire pit that's and that's aesthetic you know <laughs> oh this is so stressful for me to hear you just have a fireplace within you know a few feet of your house and all you're doing is warmth and beauty i'm sorry you need you need food you need a s'more i need a i have no other occasion to roast a marshmallow uh, <laughs> you kidding me? this is ridiculous i want you to go out there before summer's end and roast a marshmallow it's the least okay. you can do it's i will really... do i will do it in your honor <laughs> thank you the bridger weiniger memorial marshmallow i love that I'll post a picture of it with a little plaque. <laughs> That's beautiful. Well, how has, I mean, the last year has obviously been um, out of control, but mm-hmm. I mean, how has it been for you personally? Have you been able to enjoy yourself in any way or has it just been? Yeah. I mean, I've gotten honestly very into skincare and makeup. Oh, nice. <laughs> beautiful. I really doubled down on what can I do to feel comfort? Right. <laughs> and um colored eyeliners are it i got i got a new palette of pastel um here you can see a pastel i'm so obsessed that i mean i don't wear eyeliner and just the look of that eyeliner is so tempting yes it's beautiful I love that. So getting into that, um, serums. Oh man, I'm going to the dermatologist now. Oh boy. Getting microneedling. Have you heard of microneedling? I have heard of it, but 
like what I'm currently picturing is horrifying and it's probably not as scary as what I'm picturing. And I'd like no, you to explain this. No, it is. It oh. is. They <laughs> numb your face. Oh, no. They literally numb your face. And then it is like a, it is like your face goes through a sewing machine. <laughs> they take a motorized needle and just run it across your face back and forth. You are fully conscious, fully awake. Oh. You are still, despite the numbing, you are feeling those punctures. It, it's amazing. And your skin looks incredible. Like a reverse <laughs> Hellraiser or something. Basically. Wait, yeah. so what does it, like, truly what is happening? Like, what is the point of this? What is the science sure. here? The science, yes. Um, I'm famously a scientist. Yes, um, that's why I asked you here. But don't <laughs> skirt around the issue. <laughs> you went to college for a reason. The science is that the punctures um, stimulate collagen regeneration and growth. So that gives you like the fullness, the plumpness, the like youthful, the youthful glow. And so are you like bleeding when this is happening? Yes, you are. (laughs) She wipes off the blood. Ah! And then your face looks like it has been mauled for three to five days. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then you look great. <laughs> well, this is a great pandemic activity. You know, it you is. can just hide out for five days. The pandemic was really like a prima opportunity to get work done. And I feel like I missed oh, my course. window because I have a double chin. And I had it before the pandemic, but it's really only gotten worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like asking about, I was like, what can we do about this? And like Kybella is like this injectable. Another thing. injectable thing. Another injectable. We love it. We love a needle. <laughs> <laughs> You know, vaccines <laughs> in your face. It's a big year face. for needles. <laughs> but it like kills the fat cells and like just makes it disappear. Whoa. But in order to do that, it bloats. You get like a waddle, like a like a turkey. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> so you balloon before you shrink and it lasts like five to six weeks and we can't risk that. It's too risky, you know? That is, yeah, that is a gamble that I don't know that I'd be willing to take. No, no. I want to talk to your doctor. I want to see your, do- I feel like maybe, I don't know who you're seeing, but I, I don't, I feel like your safety is in jeopardy. <laughs> you can, I love watching videos of people doing it like on the internet because they'll show their process. Oh. TikTok is great for that. <laughs> Um, Now back to micro needling, because I am curious about this. Mm -hmm. Is there like any level of pain? Yes. Yes, there's pain. But that's how you know it's working. Right. I mean, right. I'm not trying to get something done and not feel any pain. No pain, no gain. (laughs) You're not looking for a face massage. No, right. That's a different experience. We're getting a medical procedure, you know, (laughs) a completely unnecessary medical procedure. (laughs) Um, Is it something you do like once a month or is it like a permanent thing? It's like a once a month thing. Okay. Oh my God. You really just have, uh, you know, you're going for it. And I admire that. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, she's got a face for TV. She wants to keep it. Of course. You've got to keep it up. But, oh. (laughs) 
Oh, it's stressing me out. Maybe it's uh, no worse than the dental work. Right. I think it's this, like recent trauma that I'm like reliving over and over while we're talking about this. But I'm having some real physical reactions to this micro needling. Now, what is the thing with the eyebrows? What do we call that? that you oh, the micro, uh, microblading. Microblading. What does that? <laughs> I, My- I apologize yes. to the listener that this is a dental and face uh, thing podcast. Now, I don't care. Go on, Danielle. <laughs> I love that. No. Um, so microblading is basically a face tattoo, but it's on your eyebrows. So it's meant to make your oh. eyebrows look like permanently shaped. Okay. And like, I am interested in microblading. <laughs> I am, but like, here's the thing. I have dark skin. I have melanin. I keloid. So I'm concerned about the scarring issue. Of course, totally. But I also have full eyebrows. So you got beautiful eyebrows. Thank you. It's just a matter of the shape. So I've been told by some people like, oh, you should do it. But then I've been told by other people, no, you shouldn't do it. So I don't know. It's just. I feel like, you know, like someone like me who, whose eyebrows are almost invisible. Maybe yeah, I, I look into eyebrows. it. But no, no, no. You have like nice defined eyebrows. Like. If yours were like middling eyebrows, I'd be like, Danielle, look into it. Go. I mean, at least consider it. But I feel like, why bother? There's Thank probably another you. another crazy uh, thing you can get done that's more, more worth your time. I'm sure the dermatology industry is up to some new Oh, technology. yeah. No, they're up to things. They're up to things. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm like, I mean, I got, the thing is, I'm glad that I, I do like my face. I don't have like body dysmorphia right. where I'm like, I want to change everything. It's... <laughs> I, I do like my face and the way it looks, <laughs> but I do. I, I just have gotten into like skincare and like right. just lotions and potions and serums and like, sure. What, what do we do? Well, you want to maintain, you want to maintain, we want to maintain. And that's the thing. Like I didn't, I started using retinol in the pandemic. Right. Retinol. Why mm. do I know the word retinol? You know what, you know what a retinol is. I, I literally, this is, I'm probably, <laughs> like, I'm probably know. revealing something about myself here, <laughs> Re, but remind me. Retinol keeps you youthful. It's okay. like a topical exfoliator. Oh. So like, you know how like we used to exfoliate by like scrubbing our faces? Right. Bad. That's very bad for the skin. Oh, no. You want to exfoliate by just like putting like lotions on. Okay. Because it has acid that like peels like the dead skin and then re- like it's it reveals a brightness now retinol it, it does sound to me like something you would use to like an old-timey poison or something is that That's how, a, again how you know it's working <laughs> so I, but i am kind of more thinking of the same sounding <laughs> the more effective <laughs> so is it like a like a thin serum or is it like a thick like uh cream uh, it's like it's like a mixture of both it's not like super thin it's not watery but it's not like uh like a rich cream you know? uh, okay i'm yeah. glad to have just asked you here for a free consultation yeah no, basically- i love this <laughs> you can see dr yuri in pasadena uh- <laughs> <laughs> i have a dermatologist thank you and i'm barely satisfied with their service so we'll see what ask about retinol get into (laughs) it you have to wear sunscreen though that was like frustrating oh i bought a visor i bought one of those you know those like paparazzi visors was really like obnoxious like to cover your whole face oh of course the kind of like uh judge dread 
like yeah. robo cop type <laughs> things. I like I bought one because I was like, oh, I feel like every time I put on sunscreen, it just like looks white and streaky, sure. and I'm like, this feels weird. So I just got a visor and I like drive in my visor and I would forget, like I would look at people and realize, and then I forget that they can't see me, that I can see them. And I'm like, why are they giving me that weird look? It's like, maybe because you're literally a person in a wheelchair wearing a giant visor and they can't see your face. Yeah. Every time I see somebody in one of those, I just think that's a cyborg. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but they're also always like, uh, in a like a jogging suit or something, so it's a real weird <laughs> mix yeah. of worlds, a mix of high and low, <laughs> right? It's a total high low. <laughs> well, look, you know, you mentioned this um, fire pit earlier that you're kind of neglecting in particular ways, and uh, your front yard, this kind of thing. I wasn't going to say anything, but uh, I was uh, in your neighborhood yesterday. And I did I did see the fire pit and it was mm-hmm. very clean, uh, which uh, no surprise there. There's no marshmallow melting into it. But, uh, you know, while I was inspecting your fire pit, I noticed on your porch there was this delightful little gift bag. Let's call it a gift bag. Uh, kind of a gold shimmering thing. Really beautiful. Um, and so I thought okay, I'm going to put this in the car, I'm going to drive home, and I'll figure, I'll put that problem aside and figure out what's happening there later. And then it occurred to me that you were going to be on the podcast today. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, Danielle has received the emails, she knows the title of the podcast, it's called I Said No Gifts. Maybe she, I, I, I don't know, I don't know what's going through her mind, and I'm not going to assume anything. I thought I'll just approach her as gingerly as possible on the podcast and try to get some answers. Danielle, is this a gift for me? It is. It is a gift for you. Okay. Um, okay, that's fine. Uh, should I open it here on the podcast? Yes. Oh, I would love that. Okay. So as I uh, described earlier, I love this, uh, you know, it's a like a little gold bag. Did you wrap this yourself? I did. I did. It's, it looks like a professional job. Thank you. I mean, I will say this looks almost like a little teddy bear could be holding it, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Just like a perfect little package. <laughs> right. It's got this black tissue with stars in it. Let's open it up. Let's see what's happening here. Yes. I'm going to open it. Get some nice sprinkle by the mic. Mm-hmm. Just kind of an audio delight. Oh, so now I'm trying to figure out how best to open this because it's you wrap this really well. I, some, I <laughs> anytime somebody wraps something well, I just think, what's wrong with me that I'm not able to do this? No, this, this is too much time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm opening. Oh, it's so. Perfectly wrapped. Okay, I'm opening up. Wait. Wait, this kind of goes back. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a brand. (laughs) Danielle has fully rebranded during the pandemic to be, let's just say it, a moisturizing skincare specialist because I've opened it. It's this beautiful little purple lavender box and it's a, how do I pronounce this? Lanage. Lanage. Should I have known how to say that? I, I'm no, not fancy. I don't enough. know if I'm even saying it right. L A N E I G E. Lanage. Mm-hmm. 
Laneige. There's so many ways you could, but I feel like Laneige is the safe bet here. It's a sleep sleeping mask. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's lavender water. scented. Yes. Wait. So is this something you put on before bed and then just fall asleep for eight to twelve hours? Yes. It's a sleep mask. It's ultra what? hydrating because oh. water is hydrating, and you yeah, want the skin to re- retain water. It is my favorite sleep mask. It's my favorite thing in the world. So is it something that you like get wet and then slap on your face? No, you do. You wash your face. You do all your serums, your toners, your lotions, your potions. And that's the very last thing you put on to just kind of like hydrate the skin, penetrate it and like just seal it all in. Wow. And it has like this beautiful lavender scent that just feels like, like a spa, just like enough, not too much, you know, where you're like, oh, and everything smells like (laughs) lavender. It's just like a nice little inhale of lavender. And then that's it. This sounds lovely. And now is it something you use over and over again? It feels pretty heavy. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, you can open it, open the box. I'm going to open it up. Yeah. Let's see what's happening here. I want to, okay. Oh, it's a a nice, this like. I've only ever seen these masks where it's like, you know, kind of almost like a the sheets. Um, gummy bag mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, right. This is like, this is truly fancy. This is like a little candle or something. Yeah. Now, it's like a little jar that you open. And then what happens in here? Yeah, that's this so, is yeah. Just so beyond. <laughs> right? Oh. So, now you got okay, it. Okay, this is starting to make sense. So it's not like one of those things. It's like a, almost like a lotion. Yeah, yeah. And you, it has a little scooper so that you don't put oh. your fingers in it and get it all grimy. Right. Fill it with bacteria. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> a Petri dish. Okay, this is now I'm... See, this goes... This really shows my real lack of knowledge about any of this where I was like, I just could not conceptualize anything beyond a like Halloween mask or... <laughs> Uh, you know, like a mask you buy at like the, uh, what is, is that place called? It's, um, like a, <laughs> the, a shining mask. Like. Uh, oh, like a Silence of or the Silence Lambs of the type. Lamb. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, like, yeah, that's what I got you. For skincare, it's great. <laughs> I will say Hannibal Lecter, perfect skin. Amazing skin. I mean, the, the man's skin is flawless. So, I mean, whatever, he, I mean, he's icon. obviously got a yeah. diet that's kind of difficult for most people to achieve. Um, but this is a little something different. So how much of this am I going to be putting on? Like, not too much. Just like a little scoop, like um, maybe like a, you know, a hearty dime. Okay, well, <laughs> I like a hearty dime. Yeah. <laughs> a heaping dimeful. Yeah um okay and then you just uh do you rub it in or just leave it you um so you scoop it you put it in your hand you kind of rub your hand like lightly a little bit and then you just kind of like pat it on and smooth it on like don't like rub it in hard but just kind of like it's so you'll feel the texture it's um very kind of like gel like almost you know so you just can kind of like glide it on and then it absorbs very quickly yeah now how did this like i'm always curious because i feel like people with who know about skincare, this sort of thing. They just happen to have this giant wealth of knowledge. I'm wondering where this information comes for you. It comes from having terrible skin. (laughs) (laughs) Comes from having awful skin, having acne as as a teen, being acne scarred as an adult, (laughs) and obsessively (laughs) looking for the one thing that will fix it all. You know? (laughs) (laughs) So is it like you go to the dermatologist and you're like, 
tell me what to do or is it like I go on YouTube and look for an influencer to guide me? What's the situation? Is it mostly derma? It's well, now I'm going to the dermatologist because now I realize I should have been doing that all along. Right. Yeah. But I mean, before it was, you know, reading Cosmo, Vogue, L, you know, in style, like trying to figure out (laughs) Allure. Like, what do I do? Going to Sephora (laughs) and just being <laughs> getting every sample <laughs> yeah like at sephora like sephora is overwhelming. Sep- <laughs> it's so overwhelming and it's like there are so many different things and these these employees i'm sorry i'm bless all of no. them but these are people who are like i could check out of here at any moment i don't care about i'm a retail employee yeah, yeah. i've been a retail employee before and I was just happy to lie to customers no one's to get passionate them out of the way. About right. being a Sephora employee. Right. <laughs> it's just like what what can get you to the cash register so I can go on my 15 minute break. Basically. That was my goal at a retail store. So when you go into Sephora, it really feels like you're uh risking it all. Yes. Yes. I mean, have you gotten any good results from a Sephora? Uh, I mean, honestly, uh, this is this is a Sephora. Sephora. Oh, this is a Sephora. Well, okay. Sephora started doing this thing where they would, for $10 a month, you would get like five, like really big samples, like a, okay. a oversized sample of like products they're really excited about. Right. And I got a sample of that. And then I kind of looked it up and saw it had a cult following and people really like, just love this water mask. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess... I guess I keep the water mask. <laughs> I keep coming back. <laughs> and that wasn't like an employee, you know, that was uh, the employee interactions at Sephora. That's, that's too much. That I'm, I'm okay. Leaving that behind. <laughs> now, let me ask you, you might have an answer to this. Sephora and Ulta, two separate, but I assume kind of the same level of places. What, what would you say is the difference between these two? retail i've never been inside an ulta okay i've only ever shopped there online in the pandemic oh interesting i don't know where to go where to find an ulta (laughs) i mean now that i say ulta and which one have i been yeah i assume i've been in a sephora because i think sephora is the one at the americana in glendale Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so i have been in a sephora i but how do i know what an ulta even is that's a good question for everyone but I must have been in one or driven past one at some point. And uh, yeah, I'm curious to know, is it a, you know, like a Burger King McDonald's situation? I think it's more of a like Jack in the Box McDonald's situation, honestly. And when, <laughs> you know? when you say that, what do you mean? Because I feel like Burger King, McDonald's, Jack in the Box are different for everyone. Yeah, I feel like Jack in the Box is it's doing a lot. She's she's re- constantly trying to like she is doing it. <laughs> she's all. really trying to do it. I was just trying to give you every new everything that's new. <laughs> the desperation is so clear at Jack in the Box. <laughs> she's like, "But what if we take the nacho cheese and put it on top instead of inside?" You know, like <laughs> let's remix it. <laughs> Two for five. Jack in the Box. What can I do to make you happy? Basically. Just- and McDonald's <laughs> is like, "This is what it is and this is what it's been. And this is why you come here." So, and line. so in this 
In this analogy, is McDonald's Sephora? McDonald's is Sephora. Okay, and Ulta is Jack in the Box. That's what I feel, yeah. Ulta, I feel like you've just been put on notice. And by somebody who, at least in this scenario, out of the two people, knows a lot more about skincare than me. I purchased things from Ulta. I mean, I bought things from there in the pandemic. Well, I've eaten something from Jack in the Box, you know? You know, look at us. Yeah. (laughs) But you go with what they know. You know, I'm not going to Jack in the Box for a taco casserole. I'm going there for a hamburger. Yeah. I'm not getting their, like, deep-fried ice cream cone. I'm getting the hamburger. (laughs) Although, let's be honest, they did have their... Do you remember when they had the E. coli outbreak? Wait, Jack in the Box specifically? Yes. I mean, I don't want to dig up, you know, know, their past but it was the mid 90s and they gave a bunch of people e coli oh no oh i probably wasn't eating there in the mid 90s my parents were very firmly against fast food oh God it's bless. been an adult an adult <laughs> indul- indulgence for me <laughs> um well i'm excited to try this i my uh skincare routine is very basic it's just a vino and that's it which i have uh, i've had listeners reach out like uh and say like dermatologist skincare people and say, do what works for you, which is good. Yeah. But I feel like why not build on it? It works. And I'm not doing anything special at night. I'm aging. I I feel like it's time to start really ask ask your ask your doctor about a retinol and then use the and use the Laneige uh sleep mask. Yeah, dermatology for me is one of these what it's like this strange thing between medicine and um like uh what are Make we oil <laughs> I don't want to go that far, but you know, cosmetics. So yes. it's like a lot of it's not entirely necessary, yeah. but feels kind of, it's like, this is kind of a medical it's thing. It's kind of, I mean, you know, you work in the industry, you got to maintain. You got to maintain. You can write it off. Look, once I found out I could write off going to the dermatologist, I was what? like, I'm in. Yeah. I wasn't from, I, I'm always you looking can for write a tax loophole. Yeah. What? Yes, it's medical. Can I write off a haircut? Yes. I need a better tax person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you gotten your haircut since the pandemic? I have. I have. Oh, I got and how's two that haircuts in the pandemic. I think I need to get another one soon. Getting the haircut was a little scary. Was it really? Well, I just, I wasn't vaccinated the first time I got a haircut, but it was that time that like things had opened. It was like kind of right before the like second wave, you know? Sure. And I just was really kind of freaked out the whole time. Oh, of course. And was it indoor or outdoor? Uh, Indoor. Oh, that's pretty scary. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But now that I'm fully vaxxed, uh, when I went to get my second haircut, I felt a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. And was your second one also indoor? Yes. I had a friend who just uh, was telling me he got a like a backyard haircut by a professional, but they had no mirror. So he had to keep running out to his car to look in his rearview mirror at the haircut, which to me makes... uh, I mean, there's just a lot of things happening there that i don't know that uh, i'm like i feel I like would... you should just trust the person who's cutting your hair outside at that point i mean right. you're literally out you're doing it you know <laughs> i don't 
the moment the professional hair cutter reveals they don't have a mirror, I think you're just like, okay, well, this is going to be what it is. It is. And yeah. I just have to move on with my life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's been, I think it's just been, and I think we're in a very forgiving period for haircuts right now. Everyone's just like, look, we've been through it. You just have to you get a cut how you can get a cut. We all have various people in our lives that are not professionals cutting our hair and we're dealing with it. We're dealing. I mean, well, my hair, my hair is naturally curly. And so I just let it be curly in the whole pandemic and was like, I guess this is what we're doing. But, um, so yeah, I just learned how to do my curly hair. I know my hair is straight right now. I literally, I got vaccinated and immediately ran to get a blowout. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> my friends are like, Danielle, we worked so hard to teach you how to do your natural, beautiful, curly hair. And you just <laughs> run right back, right back to the oppressor. And get it all straightened out. <laughs> I like speaking as a lazy person, I just feel like not like not getting it straightened would be my move. My hair is this weird thing that's like half curly, half straight. And I wish you would just pick one way or one pick a lane. But it's so cute. I love oh, it. That's very sweet. You have like a nice like little curl. It's got body. It looks, it looks I can't count beautiful. on it. Oh, it's it's this today. But tomorrow, who knows? Could be a disaster. <laughs> so I don't know. But curly hair, natural curly hair is like a lot to maintain for it to like look nice. Because I have a lot like, you know, this is my hair straight is pretty long. I just took my hair down. It's thick. It's like really thick. So it curly was like, (laughs) wow, it was like a whole (laughs) like Michelle Buteau status, like big curly (laughs) hair, you know, which looks great. But the maintaining of it. Yeah, it's just. To hair sleep, you gotta sleep in like you have to put your hair up and sleep in a bonnet and like uh, not move your neck because then you rustle it up and then right. static ruins the curls and it's a whole it's a lot. And I imagine showering is just a constant issue. Yeah. Shower caps. Do you wear shower caps? I, I do wear shower caps. I got a okay. little reusable shower cap. I like a shower cap. I could I think I should get into the shower cap. Yeah, thing. it's fun. I like to wear a hat in the shower. Why not? Why not it's make it a formal affair? Yeah. <laughs> dress up. Dress up for your shower. That's what we're not doing. I want a shower scarf. That's my move. I'm going <laughs> to just keep my shoulders nice and dry for every shower. Uh, again, listener, that's my idea. I've just come up with it. If anyone steals it, the, you know, see you in court. Um Danielle, okay, this is beautiful. I'm now on, I feel like this is going to be a slippery slope where I'm now spending thousands of dollars every month on some sort of skincare. You can write but, it off. <laughs> yeah, I can write it off and I'll get results. Yes. So those are the two most important things to me, writing off and getting results. And if we can do that, we're good. God we're bless. golden. I feel like we should play a game. Oh, I love, I love games. I'm going to give you a choice. We have a game called Gift Master. We also have a game called Gift or a Curse. Which would you... And I'll tell you what they are after. You just have to pick title alone. Um, I want the cursed one. Okay. <laughs> I have to do some calculating here. So I need a number between one and ten. Seven. Okay. Very, very popular number. Listeners have indicated that a huge amount of my guests pick the number seven. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just a popular number and I don't blame... I mean, it's a lucky number seven. That aside, I have to go calculate. So in the meantime, you've got the microphone. You can promote something. You can recommend something. Uh, You can tell people another skincare technique. It doesn't matter. I'll be right back. 
Oh, I love this. Um, okay. <laughs> I just should be plugging that I am going to be in season two of special on Netflix, um, which premieres on May 20th. Um, but, uh, there's a woman who does extraction videos on YouTube <laughs> called Lisa Brown, and I'm obsessed with her YouTube channel. <laughs> she uses the Q-tip method to extract blackheads from people's faces, and it's everything. Your face. <laughs> Bridger, you're, I, I heard... you are horrified. You're like, <laughs> you're like, this girl does not understand anything about self-promotion. <laughs> you did self-promotion for two seconds and then we're on to removing black <laughs> Look, I have no, look, I, I have no problem with that. You, I think that's actually very tasteful. You got a pinch of self-promotion and then you just got into something you're excited about i think there's i think that's great actually (laughs) you get self-promotion i think is so painful it's a very difficult thing to do it is it feels it feels awkward but i am excited to be on season two of special on netflix yeah that's a great i mean that's fantastic and everybody should watch it and also look you up on the internet uh obviously your stand-ups all over the internet just look into Danielle. I mean, I'm, I like to do a little promotion for the guest here uh, because you did so much wonderful promotion for whoever this person is removing uh, blackheads. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody knows how to use the Internet at this point. Just go and Google Danielle and find her on Instagram, Twitter, this kind of thing. Uh, let's put all of that aside, Danielle. Okay. It's time to play Gift or a Curse. Okay. This is how it works. I'm going to name three things. You're going to tell me if they're a gift or a curse and why. And I just want you to know that there are correct answers here. You can fail this game big time or you can win big time. Very few people have won. Um, What do I win? uh, You win my respect. (laughs) You win the listener's respect. Um, You get to just have that special warm feeling of knowing I did it. And is there anything more valuable than being able to say I did it? No, it's the high. It's the greatest honor. It's the greatest gift. (laughs) um okay i let's start uh the first one this was a recent recent listener suggestion that i uh thought was an excellent suggestion from someone named saren s-e-r-e-n Surin, saren hard to say uh but the uh suggestion is gift or a curse gentle reminders so uh, you know like when someone will email you and say gentle reminder gift or a curse <sighs> As someone who requires a lot of gentle reminders, it is a gift. <laughs> I will say it is a gift. <laughs> Thankful um, for the gentle reminder. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think that's a nice, uh, a nice tight explanation there for your answer, which is wrong oh gentle reminders are absolutely a curse are you kidding me I, this and this is what i'm gonna say i don't mind a reminder i think a reminder is a fantastic thing <laughs> we all need a reminder now and again tacking the gentle on there does not help the situation in any way i almost feel like it makes it worse because it makes me feel like i'm a, this dragon that you're like slowly approaching to remind me just say hey just a reminder uh you forgot Come at me blunt. Give it to me straight. I don't need to be babied. I don't need the soft gloves of a gentle reminder because it's such a passive aggressive circling back. I mean, circling back is a whole other thing. Um, (laughs) 
which I've probably guilty of. I hope I'm not guilty of using a, cir- a circling back, but you never know. Uh, but a gentle reminder. What are we talking about here? This is true. OK, no, I mean, I. I uh, the passive aggressiveness of the gentle reminder right. is is pretty obnoxious, <laughs> but I you know what it is. I like that people are fearful enough to be gentle <laughs> about it. <laughs> I mean, I can. I mean, I'm I'm definitely not giving you the point here, but I do I do like that aspect of being like, wow, I'm feared. <laughs> I strike fear into the hearts of. Whoever is gently reminding me. <laughs> that all said, Saren, thank you for that suggestion, because I think that this is something that needed to be addressed, and gentle reminders are a curse. Moving on, um, and this is where I struggle trying to find the next one. Oh, here we go. Another listener suggestion. Someone named Natalie has suggested, gift or a curse, second cousins. Not first cousins, second cousins. Curse. And Why? That's just like another group of the population I can't fuck because they're technically related to me. <laughs> but I also don't know them. Like they weren't at any of like my holiday gatherings or in family photos. So <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> Danielle, you're back on track. I absolutely think what is a second cousin? Why do we even have the term? <laughs> It's just a, that person is a stranger to me. Yes. I couldn't tell you one se- second cousin. Mm-mm. And I'm Dominican. Literally, like, whole communities are second cousins. I, <laughs> I can't. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I literally, uh, and this is just maybe ignorance on my part. I'm trying to figure out a second cousin. Is that your, oh, uh, like, grandma's brother's kid? Is that how that works i truly don't know i I, I, again i refuse to engage with it i don't know and i won't hear anything of it i refuse you know what it is it's someone who shows up and says give me money (laughs) we're technically related like that's you're really stretching technically (laughs) i mean i have a hard enough time with first cousins yeah (laughs) <laughs> a second cousin is just truly just some sort of legal web I'm trapped in with someone that mm-hmm. I, I don't know from the person who served me at Starbucks today. <laughs> um, I mean, Annalise, I know you're listening. Our en- engineer, Annalise, I want you to tell me through chat or a video what a second cousin is because I'm humiliated that I don't even know the actual definition of a second cousin. Um, I love that. This is a learning podcast. uh, Yes. I do like to send listeners away with some level of, I mean, listeners are probably screaming right now. The definition, (laughs) you idiot. It's everyone knows what a second second cousin is. You know what this reminds me of? You know, that clip of um, Isaac Mizrahi on QVC and he's showing. I don't know it. Yes, Isaac Misurahi has like a whole line on QVC and he was like showing some sort of calf can that had like a really um, like a, a real intergalactic type of print really splattered. It was like green. And he was talking about how like it looked like the universe. And he was like, well, you know, we have many moons and this is like oh, a, boy. a picture of our solar system and all our the Earth's moons. And it, oh, and they no. were like the, the host was like 
does the earth have multiple moons? He's like, yes, yes, it does. And she's like, yes, it does. It's such an insane, mind-blowing clip. It is perfection, just with the certainty and authority. It's like, yes, the earth has hundreds of moons. And buy my cap can that looks vaguely like a picture of outer space. Look nothing like outer space. He just didn't need to say anything. Didn't about need to say anything. It looked like it looked like a child just like threw a bunch of paint at a wall. <laughs> I mean, I admire that optimism of just or like really imagining the best Earth possible, just absolutely surrounded by a swarm of moons. But uh, yeah, that's okay. We're getting an indication here. We're getting a definition from Annalise. A second cousin is someone who shares a great grandparent with you. Um, and then she's telling me there's a uh, website with a cousin calculator. So that's something for people to look up. Find out what your second cousin is, that kind of thing. Someone who shares a great grandparent with me. Well, that, I mean, it just means so little. I mean, yeah, I, no. you know, second cousins, we've got to do away with anything beyond first cousin. That's just another person in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've got one out of uh, two so far, and so now you have a chance to get another point. Another listener suggestion. People are suggesting nonstop, and it's really wonderful. It makes my life so much easier. Um, Oh, and I'm going to also just tell listeners right now, go go on Instagram, post something to your stories. I'll repost it to Instagram as a gift or a curse, and everybody gets to vote on it. That's That's always fun. We love audience interaction. We love audience interaction, and people get really fired up about those polls and I just have to deal with the brunt of it. That's okay. <laughs> What's important right now is that Danielle needs to answer gift or a curse from listener, Sean cold brew, oh. cold brew coffee. What do you think? Gift or a curse? Uh, I mean, I, it really, it depends on the circumstance. <laughs> okay. Cause you're sippier. Cold brew. <laughs> <laughs> It's a curse for those of us who have to like experience and interact with people who've just had it. <laughs> but it is a gift. Danielle, I will kick you off this podcast right now. <laughs> I will shut down the audio. We will burn the tapes. <laughs> but it's a true gift to those of us who need it to function. <laughs> because it is legal and it is less expensive than other substances. <laughs> okay well i need an answer though this is just you trying to escape unscathed and i'm not letting it happen gift or a curse you know what cold brew cold brew is a gift it's a gift it's a gift danielle i'm so glad to see you land the plane here i absolutely think cold brew is a gift i mean look can it be a curse Absolutely. There were about six weeks ago, there was a I, I made a I made a real obvious mistake. I drank, I believe, 48 ounces of cold brew in less than 12 hours. And I genuinely think it re- rearranged my DNA because I felt out of my mind yeah. <laughs> for probably two weeks after I was a fully different person. I'm only now slowly becoming one who I once was. So you have to be careful with cold brew. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> gentle. You have to be gentle with cold brew. <laughs> gentle reminder. <laughs> sip your cold brew at a pace that works for you. <laughs> Don't Absolutely. just chug it by the gallon. <laughs> 
I can't remember what the circumstances were that led me to that choice, but I, I can tell everyone, do not do that mm-hmm. under any in any situation. If you're drinking 48 ounces of this drink, you will become deranged. <laughs> um, that said, I will say cold brew is it tastes better than iced coffee. It has way more caffeine. There's a, there are few downsides, uh, and those they are extremely dangerous and horrible. But uh, I think overall, we're dealing with a gift here. It's a gift. And so, we love it. Danielle, two out of three. You know, you started off horribly. You really <laughs> failed the first one. Um, I love that you're giving me a gentle reminder that I failed at first. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's just a beautiful echo from your recent past. That's what I, how I would describe that. <laughs> Okay, we're moving on. Danielle has done a 66% job on Gift or a Curse. That's not, you know, whatever. We have to answer some listener questions. This is called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Every one of them, you know, they've hit rock bottom. They need answers. Mm-hmm. Would you help me answer some questions? I would love to. I would love to help. Okay. Let's see here. This first one says, Hi, Bridger and disrespectful guest, indicating you. Uh, My brother-in-law, Victor, works for a mattress company and is getting us a high-end mattress for our guest room at about a quarter of the normal price. I'm very jealous. That's me uh, editorializing (laughs) here. You personally (laughs) jealous. Yes. Uh, I want to get him a thank you gift, but I'm not sure what says thank you for saving us a bunch of money. He's in his early 40s. He's very tidy and fastidious, uh, enjoys house projects, likes rap and streetwear, adores his dog Scout, cute name for a dog, and has a major sweet tooth. Your sage advice would be greatly appreciated. And that's from Sarah Jane in Chicago. Wow. Uh, Okay. Sarah Jane writes in to brag about her affordable high-end mattress that we can't all get. Right. Because she's got a Sarah Jane. What a life filled with problems. sleeping well at night and this is for her guest bedroom this isn't even her she's sleep i mean who knows what she's sleeping on in the master bedroom wow. give me a break wow. okay so i mean so that means we're invited over us. that means we're allowed to sleep yes. in that guest bedroom that's right. i think a fair trade if, for answering this if question anyone anyone needs a free night in chicago i know a sarah jane um she's got a guest bedroom for you with and you're not going to be sleeping on like a futon you're sleeping on a high-end mattress mm-hmm. so but what does she get this brother-in-law, Victor, who's so kindly given the discount? Wow. Well, we have a lot of info on Victor. Victor honestly sounds like, do you know the uh, Josh Gondelman? The, the comic uh, Josh Yes, of course. <laughs> She's like, he's really tidy and he has a dog and he <laughs> likes streetwear. And I'm like, is it your cousin Josh Gondelman? <laughs> I, now, this is what's happening. Josh Gondelman writes in under this, his pen name is Sarah Jane, and he's created this hypothetical to get himself a gift. That's the only solution to this. Um, and, and likes rap. I mean, it's like fully no. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, it, I think it depends on like how nice you want to be with. I feel like you want to get him a really nice gift. So is there a. Are they like a sneaker head? Like, could you get them like a very cool pair of sneakers? That's not a bad idea. I feel like that's a thoughtful gift. Right. And like cool sneakers can be hard to get. So like going out of your way to like, 
oh, we're standing in line. We're spending more money on eBay, this kind of thing. Yeah, but I feel like you can get like a cool pair of sneakers that is like, you know, you're spending money, but not more money than you're saved on the mattress. But right. Because, you know, a, bo- a nice bottle of bourbon's been done. Right. We, I mean, the bourbon is like for your real estate agent exactly. or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like the brother-in-law that you have all this information on, you don't want to waste this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Do they make little like sneakers for dogs? Oh, they do. You could totally get the dog sneakers. You get oh. the dog something cute, like a cute little like Supreme jacket for the dog. Completely. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. A nice little like rain jacket that is like actually stylish and some sneakers to match. You get the dog an outfit. Yeah. You get him something that like he might not get for himself, you know, right. but like that he would very much enjoy. Right. And I feel like a dog, a full dog outfit is right up that alley where it's like, you know, you might buy the dog a novelty sweater during Halloween or whatever. But, you know, it's May or June and suddenly the dog has a nice outfit that's coming out of the blue. Get that dog a fit. Yeah. Yes. Get the dog, yes. Let that dog be dripping. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Jane, you have your answer. Uh, the major sweet tooth, you can throw in like uh, some nice cookies or something. Bake him something. Bake him a cake. Yeah. Give it with a... I mean, we're going overboard. Let's be honest. The guy got him a uh, an employee discount. Let's not go too far. <laughs> but, uh, but you can order some nice cookies or you can bake them yourself. If you, right. I mean, yeah, if you are good at baking, but if you are not, outsource that. Absolutely. You must outsource if you don't have the skills. Okay, moving on. Let's answer one more. I'm trying to be as good at answering questions as possible. This person says, Dear Bridger and lovely guest. Oh, thank so this you. person start, starts off a little differently. My weed dealer is expecting his first baby, and I know he's very excited to become a dad. What should I get him? Um, I collect and restore vintage cast iron in my free time. Let's see. Well, I don't want to bestow an un. Let's see. Blah 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 blah. On. Let's see. Uh, I'm at a total loss for what would be an appropriate gesture for his growing family, aside from continuing to support his small business. Any help and judgment is welcome, seeing as it's simply more free content. Thank you. And that's from a mysterious. Just the letter C. C. So, you know, I I I feel like I really uh, muddled this letter here. But basically, what we're looking for is the weed dealer is expecting uh, about to become a dad, and this person it seems their only thing in their life is uh, vintage cast iron. So that's you know that's interesting. That's uh, very specific. I feel like this specific. is a really close relationship. It's like, is your weed dealer um, Ben from High Maintenance? <laughs> this is a character in High Maintenance, right? I was like, um, this is a really intimate relationship with your weed dealer. <laughs> that you like want to get them a baby cat. right yeah i was like i want to know as little working? about my drug dealer as possible <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i uh it sounds like this person does know as little as possible because we got no detail about the weed dealer other than the fact that they deal drugs and have a baby what do you get a baby I mean, I would get your hands on that, um, the gift registry for the baby shower. I don't know how you would do that. I don't know how much information you have on this weed dealer, but I would try to get your hands on that because that is what they need. Like this is, everyone wants to get the baby cute little gifts and like all outfits and fun little toys. It's like, get them what they need. And that registry tells you what they need. (laughs) Follow the registry. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Unless the weed dealer doesn't have a registry, you know, I, I, maybe they're keeping it under uh, lock and key. I will say, don't get them anything weed related. The baby doesn't. No. I, I feel like that's so tacky. Yeah. And first thought. Don't do that. Get them a nice little like, look, how many things have I bought for a baby? I don't know. Get them some nice baby clothes or whatever that's happening on the registry find that and then find the nicest version of it i would say yeah i mean also it's like diapers they're gonna use diapers eventually right yeah i know it's not fun but it's <laughs> yeah when the baby comes oh uh annalise is saying good night moon's always a welcome and easy gift oh yeah no that's, sure, a, good, that's a sweet book yes there are so many good children's books i like the hungry caterpillar and that oh, feels love... like appropriate because he is a weed dealer and like munchies oh, are very that's like it's perfect. It's like weed adjacent, you know? Right. The who wrote The Hungry Caterpillar? Was that Eric? Oh, I forgot the illustrator, but the hungry Right. Um, that person had a weed dealer. Definitely. Let's, yes. <laughs> uh, Eric Carl certainly had a weed dealer, <laughs> and I feel like pass that along to baby. Yeah. We love that. Question answered, see. I mean the cast iron, you didn't need to bring that into no. the equation. Maybe it's a baby cast iron seat. unless you're cooking a baby, and that's the opposite of what yes, you want to do. Yes, not doing that. Okay, we've answered. I mean, the job we've done today answering questions is just as world-class as possible. I mean, there's a chance we get hired by a gift-giving company to answer more questions. You never know. That's the dream. When you do a job this well, you can only expect rewards. And so... What are you going to do? Danielle, this is the end of the podcast, and now I've got this beautiful face mask, which is going to keep me vibrant and youthful for ages. I love it. Oh. I, I'm just so thrilled, and I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i have to report back to you, and hopefully this will lead me into some more skincare routines that I'm sure I'm desperately in need of. I'm excited for you to begin your journey. We've all, you know, every journey starts with one mask. <laughs> And uh, so that's uh, the beginning of mine. And we'll see what what it leads to. It could be shocking. It could be beautiful. As we take off our mandated CDC mask. Right. Putting on this. <laughs> right. I'm living my vaccinated life. I'm taking off my mask and hydrating with a, a facial mask. And listener, you can do that too. Uh, Danielle, thank you for being here. I've had such a delightful time. Bridger, thank you so much for having me. This has been a gift. Oh, and abs I'll just say it. It's been a gift for both of us from mo moment one. <laughs> uh, listener, now it's time for you to live your life. Uh, I'm, you know, unleashing you. I'm sending you off into the wild. I hope you make good decisions today. I hope you're enjoying yourself. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Take care. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's produced and engineered by our dear friend, Annalise Nelson, and the theme song is by miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. You absolutely must. There's a lot of fun things happening there. That's where you're going to see pictures of all these wonderful gifts I'm getting. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And look, you've got to leave a review while you're there. It's the least you can do. I'm not asking much. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, go to midroll.com slash ads. But I invited you here. Thought I made myself perfectly clear. When you're a guest in my home.